Hello, and thank you for tuning into Answers from the Lab, where we share Mayo Clinic knowledge and advancements on the state of testing and science from laboratory leaders and the people who are making it happen behind the scenes. I'm Dr. Bobby Pritt, your host, and the clinical microbiologist and the chair of the Division of Clinical Microbiology at Mayo Clinic in Rochester, Minnesota. For today's episode, we welcome Alyssa Frank from our product management team at Mayo Clinic Laboratories for a test and focus interview. Thank you for the introduction, Dr. Pritt. Today we will be discussing our new hereditary oncology panels with Dr. Wei Shen. But before we get started, Dr. Shen, could you provide us with a little bit about you and your background? Thanks, Alisa. I'm one of the co-directors in the Division of Laboratory Genetics and Genomics, and I'm also the Associate Director of the Clinic Genome Sequencing Laboratory at Mayo Clinic. I'm board certified in laboratory genetics and genomics by the American Board of Medical Genetics and Genomics. My career has been dedicated to developing and implementing genetic tests that are useful for diagnosis and clinical management of patients with cancer and other genetic conditions. Great, thank you. So why don't we start our discussion today with having you give us a brief overview of these new hereditary oncology panels. So we know that cancers are caused by damages to the DNA in our cells, also known as gene mutations. There are two types of the gene mutations. One is acquired, also known as somatic mutations, meaning that those mutations are only occurring in the tumor cells. The other type is inherited, also known as germline mutations. And these are the ones that can be passed down to the next generation and often the culprit for cancers that run in families. The tests we have developed are the ones to identify inherited or germline mutations associated with cancer using patient's blood or saliva samples. I should also point out that the test we have developed is not a single test, but rather a series of gene panels. This series of gene panels includes 87 gene hereditary expanded cancer panel that can be used to simultaneously evaluate for a variety of cancers. We also have a 37 gene panel that targeted for most common cancer types, in addition to 11 cancer type specific gene panels that each have between 5 to 27 genes. We also have a number of single gene tests for specific hereditary cancer syndromes. Custom gene ordering is also available, which means that a physician can choose to order any combination of the 87 genes. This flexibility for ordering test enables the physician to tailor the genetic testing based on the specific need of individual patients. For example, individuals with multiple primary cancers may benefit more from larger gene panels. Individuals with typical presentation of a specific hereditary cancer syndrome can be tested by a more focused smaller gene panels or single gene test. Our test uses next generation sequencing to detect germline alterations, including sequencing variants and deletion duplications that are associated with increased risk of various cancers, including breast cancer, colon cancer, prostate cancer, renal cancer, ovarian cancer, endometrial cancer, pancreatic cancer, skin cancer, and thyroid cancer, et cetera. So we take into account of multiple layers and evidence and information to carefully select those 87 genes. All those genes have been assessed using a rigorous gene curation framework that we have established in our lab. This ensures a high clinical sensitivity while reducing the incidence of a variant of uncertain significance. We are also able to leverage the tremendous expertise of male providers who are taking care of uh, cancer patients on a daily basis to design our gene panels. Sounds like this will be a great suite of testing, offering multiple options to help determine those underlying germline mutations. 
Can you tell us which patients should have this type of testing and when it should be performed? So this is a great question. Although most cancers are sporadic, we know that inherited genetic alterations contribute to about 10 to 20% of cancers overall. So testing for these uh, germline alterations can be very important for cancer patient management. So currently, the decision to whether to test is based on a person's personal or family medical history or in combination of the two that may suggest a hereditary cancer syndrome. Typical indications for testing includes the cancer was diagnosed at a very young age, multiple cancer in the same person, cancer affecting both organs in a pair setting, such as both kidneys or both breasts. Even if the individual does not currently have cancer, but has a strong family history of cancer, for example, there are multiple first-degree uh, relatives with cancer or many relatives on one side of the family who has the same type of cancer or a family member with multiple types of cancers or had a cancer diagnosis at usually young age. So, however, more studies, including a recent one published, a study led by Dr. Samanda at uh, Mayo Clinic, Arizona, are showing that universal genetic testing actually detects more patients with hereditary cancer syndrome thing, a guideline-based approach. It's very likely that we will move towards uh, universal gene genetic testing in all cancer patients in the foreseeable future. Perfect. It sounds like this testing can be beneficial for many people, giving insights into their care for both cancer patients and their family members. So if we pivot a little bit, do you want to talk about what other test options are available and how our testing is different or how it compares to this other testing? Yeah, there are many laboratories that offer similar testing as we do, but I would say that the biggest advantage of using Mayo test is the broader expertise offered as Mayo Clinic. As I mentioned earlier, cancers can result from both somatic and germline mutations. In the same laboratory at Mayo here, we also perform another set of next-generation sequencing-based gene panels that target specifically for somatic gene mutations in the tumors. So therefore, this series of new gene panels we have here completes our comprehensive cancer genetic testing manual at a Mayo Clinic. And this allows us to offer a one-stop shop genetic service to physicians and cancer patients. In addition, we have performed uh, a thorough assessment for all the genes we have, including our panels. And this includes a value-based scientific curation of clinical utility to balance the sensitivity and risk of a variant of uncertain significance, and also a rigorous technical assessment to make sure that we are getting good results for all the genes that we have on our panel. Great. I think the point you made that Mayo Clinic Labs offers both somatic and germline testing all in one place will be extremely important for patients. So then the last question I have for you today, and maybe the most important, is how are these results used in patient care? The testing results can be used in multiple ways to help physicians and patients to make medical decisions. First, a positive testing results can be used to, to establish a clinical diagnosis of a hereditary cancer syndrome. And this helps patients to better understand their cancer risk and even take steps to lower their cancer risk. For example, identification of a pathogenic variant in either BRCA1 or BRCA2 gene is consistent with the diagnosis of a hereditary breast ovarian cancer syndrome. Women with the germline BRCA1 or BRCA2 pathogenic variants has a lifetime breast cancer risk ranging from 46 to 87% compared to 12% risk for the general population. Breast cancer screening guidelines recommend to start annual breast 
MRI as early as 25 years for patients who are tested positive for BRCA1 or BRCA2. In addition, the genetic testing results can help patients understand their risk for additional cancers. Since these uh, hereditary cancer syndromes are often associated with multiple cancers in different organs. For example, a 50-year-old woman with colon cancer is now tested positive for a pathogenic variant in mismatch repair gene called MSH2. This established her diagnosis of Lynch syndrome, also known as hereditary non-polyposis colorectal cancer. This result also means that she has 46% of chance developing uh, endometrial cancer besides her current colon cancer by the age of 70. On the other hand, a negative results sometimes can also be informative. Providers often order genetic testing to rule out certain diagnosis of hereditary cancer syndrome. For example, an elder uh, individual with medullary thyroid cancers and no family history and is now tested negative for genetic alterations in the rat proto-oncogene. And this means that it's very unlikely that this individual is affected with a graduate cancer syndrome called multiple endocrine neoplasia and type 2. Furthermore, oncologists often use the genetic testing results along with other clinical information, including cancer site, cancer subtypes, cancer stages to help make treatment decisions. For example, in May 2020, uh, FDA approved use of PARP inhibitors for patients with metastatic castration-resistant prostate cancer who also have BRCA mutations. In addition, based on the recently published Olympia trial results in June uh, this year, American Society of Clinical Oncology updates its guideline recommending uh, adjuvant treatment with PARP inhibitors for patients with early-stage high-risk HER2-negative breast cancer who also have BRCA germline mutations to reduce their cancer recurrent risk. Lastly, once we identify familial genetic variants associated with the increased cancer risk, it allows us to perform predictive testing and appropriate cancer screening for other at-risk family members. Perfect response. Overall, these tests will be a great addition to our menu, offering many benefits to patients. Thank you so much, Dr. Shen, for taking the time to talk to us today about these new hereditary oncology tests. Thanks, Alyssa. My pleasure. Thank you so much for tuning in to Answers from the Lab. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast and don't forget to tune in every Thursday and every other Tuesday.